Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Okay, hello Hi. and welcome to the Curse of Strictly. Julia Rayside, how is it going? Mark Haynes, let me tell you, it's going really well. Our great and glorious leader continues his ascendancy and I, for one, am happy. You? Uh, I'm delighted. I'm delighted. Do you know what I like to see? I like to see a wealthy underdog finally just tip things on their heads and succeed. He's just so humble. He's so humble. It's about time in this country people with, who take no responsibility and have a lot of uh, inherited money finally yeah. rise to the top. And I could not be happier. Oh, um, amen to that, my friend. This, of course, is Jimmy Biscuits, who has managed to yeah. uh, get onto the top of the leaderboard. I say managed. He he did it by not actually cheating. He just did a very, very good dance. <laughs> he, was just, he was annoyingly very good. <laughs> that's That's the worst thing about it. If he was bad and he was cheating... You could sort of go, you know, this is just awful and let's kick him and everything. And actually, the annoying thing is, I'd love to kick him, but he did do that dance really, really well. And that's why he's top of the leaderboard. And we'll get to this and we'll come to his routine in more detail. It was just loads of jumping. Yeah. And a trained monkey could have done that. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. He's got plenty of time to go to the gym. Um, A a trained monkey. That's all I'm saying. But obviously he was brilliant and I admire him very much and I love his humbleness. Yeah, it was it was not quite what you'd call the beauty of dance, is it? I, I also I also would say it is called um, you know uh, you know strictly come dancing, and the word strictly there I think re- applies to the dancing element. And is yeah. that dancing? Is that Just dancing? jumping? Is is it? I mean, it's something. Strictly come bouncing. <laughs> strictly Basically come. Could have been at a trampoline park. Yeah, exactly. Strictly come toddler play on a water day. <laughs> You're ab- Julia, you're absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you. Although, you know, he shouldn't be marked down for that. In fact, he should be marked up. And oh my goodness, he was. Anyway, so let's go back to the start of the show, which was, I don't, it was, so they were trying to recreate Blackpool because they can't be in Blackpool. It, they effectively poured sand all over the floor yeah. and, and sort of uh, pumped the smell of old donkeys into the, <laughs> the auditorium. I've, um, I've termed this week Lackpool. Because <laughs> that's the, much better than mine. <laughs> the, the one thing it's missing. I mean, I mean, they did that sort of opening dance was like a, a beach medley, um, mm-hmm. and it had all those things that you might hear if you were walking past an amusement arcade coming yeah. out. So in, walking in the on 80s. sunshine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> walking on some nineteen fifties rock and roll. There was making your mind up, and then Fox there was Fizz, yeah. hey baby, ooh ah, oh. I want to know. Uh, and then it's like it ended. a horrible wedding disco, like, oh, uh, real, uh, like in hell. And then, absolutely, and then it ends with Amarillo, and you really sort of go, "Oh no, this is the bad place." This it's is what's, the... yes, it's what's playing inside Peter Kay's head on every any given day, or at least what he <laughs> pretends is playing in his head when really he's counting his millions. I did, I did, I did think that like, the international dancers must mm. have listened to this and gone. <laughs> Is this is this like a joke about the worst of British music? All of this sounds like the best music that our country's produced. But <laughs> this is absolutely terrible. Like, 
I'd like to know where that dancer was from when you've got a moment, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) One of those places. It's, they had puppets as well in a sort of Punch and Judy thing, and they had yeah. a sort of lingering camera shot on them. Do you, do you, I mean, this might sound a ridiculous question. Are, are those famous puppets? I didn't recognise them personally, no. like from children's TV or something. No, I think they were just sinister puppets. But I like the way they, they front and centred on Anton as a kind of curious tourist abroad, like blundering around the sights and sounds of Blackpool. The, the, the one man who would have actually gone to Blackpool outside of having to dance there, you know, desperately, you know, trying to pick up on a recently widowed, you know, 55-year-old woman to fleece her of her life savings, you know. I just remember he moved so sweetly on his feet. <laughs> the next thing I knew, all my savings were gone. <laughs> well, I would love to be able to help you, but I couldn't possibly answer any questions without my lawyer being present. <laughs> oh my god, Smooth. you did that all too plausibly. Terrifying. Um, yeah, there was there was there was the full sort of seaside themed thing. <laughs> well, I just wrote down Craig on a donkey. Oh yes. Craig on a donkey. <laughs> that, a surprised looking donkey with a Craig Revelhorn on his back. That was that was a motif for the current times we live in, I think. <laughs> and and Shirley with her um, her sort of pink cowboy hat with the with the uh, fur trim which we saw it did yeah. double duty on on the show oh, if not, if not treble it? duty. And they clearly sent one to either Germany or wherever wherever Motsi's hold up at the moment. I think she must be back now, must be a bit isolating. <laughs> so even Motsi had one for the well we'll talk about the end i mean <laughs> they, they must have had to send it actually if you think about it because i can't imagine like you'd say go, can you get a pink cowboy hat with fur around it you'd go yeah can you source this <laughs> I, I, i'm really sorry guys but germany is cool um there is no way we're gonna find that um there is there is this hat that has extreme pornography on it and is four foot tall um <laughs> like like all german hats <laughs> <laughs> we'll send one over um <laughs> But you you only see those on those really really pissed up hen parties that you see yeah. in sort of shows and, and if this doesn't exist, I mean it, it's yeah. it's being made as we speak. Blackpool uncovered sort of thing. And yeah. I, I, I did sort of. It is funny how how Blackpool in the show is the mecca of ballroom dancing, but yeah. when they represent it, they kind of go, "It's the place where you leave the mill for a week and get absolutely trolled." And yes. then I, I thought there was a bit of a. I, I prefer the elegant side. Of Blackpool and its heritage, you know. I mean, Shirley mentioned that she she first been dancing in Blackpool fifty three years ago. Yeah, I mean, you know, probably at the planting of the Blackpool Tower <laughs> before it grew. Um, but I, I actually admired her for that because I think there's there's a thing there about you know on television you are told you know you must always be young, you must always be, and to to put a specific number on it. Of, of such magnitude really made me think, gosh, we could have been celebrating the history of dancing in Blackpool I rather know. than the slight the kiss, kiss me, me quick. quick stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's, it's the difference. I mean, they all talk about Blackpool with great affection. But like you said, it's it represents a holiday for them all. They, they all go up there and get hammered in the horrible nightclubs. Sorry, I'm mm. sure they're lovely nightclubs. Apologies, Blackpool. <laughs> they all go up and get hammered in dark rooms uh, that aren't mm. in London. And probably what, what what happens on tour stays on tour, which is a dream for the <laughs> cast of Strictly, as we're already aware. Uh, but um, it's we're talking about inside the ballroom and outside the ballroom. What they mean is what goes on in the ballroom is glamorous and exciting and beautiful. And the rest of it is, uh, you know, it's a it's a run, well, a bit run down sort of British seaside town. I happen to love them. I love them out of season all the more. But mm. um, it's that there's no, there's nothing glamorous about Blackpool. It's only inside the world, you know, the ballroom. And that's 
that that's what they yeah they could have spent more time recreating that. I mean they did a bit with Bill and Oti they definitely did. Yes, um, yeah. But yeah, the whole the whole seaside cheeky cheeky thing. That, it was just the choice of music. I mean it it was perfect in that I'm sure a good chunk of last night's audience was just clapping along to a lot of it. But yeah. my son ran out of the room with his hands over his ears. <laughs> it's yeah. like what is this? It's been God. Um, it's been it's been quite a a bad music selection on this series so far. Uh, there's there's an yeah, awful lot of Yeah, lots of people stuff. have been commenting on that, yeah. Have they? It's yeah. Uh, look, I am 44. I the last thing I am going to do is understand or listen to or appreciate modern music. But <laughs> I'm 45 and I'm down with the, the <laughs> do a lipper. <laughs> None of it has a a tune, Julia, and you can't it make out the words. Um, and that it, production, like sort of little tiny symbols being banged together constantly with mm. a vocoder. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, awful. But I, awful. I, I think there's been a lack of, um, you know, to use the sort of the word that maybe the kids of 10 years ago would have used, uh, absolute bangers. And I am uh, disappointed that yeah, you know, we veer between very, very safe traditional songs yeah. and then stuff which is bland. I mean, it's bland, guy. Yeah, there is a brilliant woman on um, our Twitter, and I must—I'll retweet her when I go back to the feed later. Uh, who it just keep? Is she's Stato for Strictly, so she has a website and she keeps track of the songs and and basically how many different times they've been used throughout the eighteen series for which couples. And you can see the old you know, the under my skin, all of that, the, the old stalwarts that come back and back and back. Yeah, and there's been less imagination in terms mm. of the song choices, and also just less. I don't know, less less um, matching the dance of the song. I think in some yeah. some ways this series it makes such a difference when the right when a, when a great song is behind you when you're dancing because it's more memorable. If people know the music you're dancing to, it kind of it immediately they plug into it more. Yeah, it, it's a huge advantage to dance to a song that everyone loves. Um, and they could, they could use that more to the, the couple's advantage, I and think. I, I did like the uh, uh, where we see Ranveer, who was the last dance on uh, on this week's show. I mean, mm. I mean, they did uh, Princes When Doves Cry. Yeah. And they did it very much in that Strictly version where they kind of go, let's make it fit the dance. And there mm-hmm. seems to have been less of that, of going, let's take a classic song. We'll slightly bland it out. Um, yeah. In fact, they did that as well with Stevie Wonder. Yes, um, they did. Wasn't it wonderful to finally be able to enjoy Stevie Wonder's music because it had been made palatable for a white elderly no! audience? Ouch. Absolutely <laughs> stinky. Yeah, not great. <laughs> not great. Let's crack on with our first couple. It was Bill and Oti dancing uh, an American smooth too. As, as you said, Julia, I've got you under my skin. Yes. Um, tail suits top hats so you'd have hated this mark because you hate any form of traditional dance i found (laughs) this to be bill and ot's sort of it was the first dance where they didn't exceed my expectations it was the first dance where it was brilliant it was really really good but i was like i love seeing the stuff when i'm really really sort of taken just takes my breath away i know what you mean there's something about bill's concentration when he's doing one of the more well-behaved dances yeah um which which is lovely because it means his hold and his frame in ballroom is lovely and he really extends his neck and all the things that shirley always picks up on you know imagine there's a, a rope pulling the top of your head and all that kind of stuff he, but, but he's he's almost too well-behaved because when you see how much fun he has yeah. doing something a bit more knockabout yeah. um, and i do feel like some celebrities <laughs> jamie for example are getting because they won't all because there's so, too few couples now they won't all do all of the dances yeah. Um, some of the some couples are being 
heavily favoured, Nicola and Katia were as well, with the sort of side-by-side, um, more street dancey, less holdy, ballroomy stuff. Mm. And some couples are getting a lot more ballroom or some couples are getting a lot more sort of like sexy, sexy Latin stuff. Um, they're not really equally distributing, I don't think, the dance no. this year at all. Ranveer and, and Caroline have had yeah. nothing but the sort of traditional uh, wedding cakey sort Apart of Apart from you know, Ranveer, either salsering or whatever it was last week. But yeah, they're... they're they, they're certainly the, sea, the seesaw is tilting heavily away from that for those mm, two, mm. Um, and it just—I don't know—it feels like they've seen that Bill is unstoppable when he's doing something funny, comic, and upbeat. Yeah. So they basically rammed a broom up his back for this yeah. one, and, and I, I, it wasn't the strongest one. I still loved it; it was still uh, romantic. Uh, the, and gorgeous the, the great and relief for me is that that they can do this. Yeah. There is there is nothing that they're going to do where they are going to be in the vote, you know, the judges voting them off where they go. And, you know, unfortunately, that was your big weak spot. This yeah. is this is a, a, a very enjoyable thing to see for Bill and Oti's chances of winning this series. Because yeah. if there's not a dance style that they cannot manage to do to that level, then they're going to win this whole thing. Oh, God, don't jinx it. You keep jinxing it. it I did want to point out just before we carry on, though, that... Um, so when Tess and Claudia came out, I thought just across the board the worst they've the, the worst choice of clothes they've had this series so yes. far. Although I did admire Claudia for coming out in a leopard print onesie, basically pajamas, because um, yeah. I know she likes to be comfy and she rocked it. Um, but uh, personally, ah, and then but Tess's dress had this kind of two weird cutouts, so one over each sort of thigh that made it you know like Bernie Clifton costumes with like little false legs. <laughs> yes. I, kept, well, I kept seeing that, and once I saw that, I couldn't unsee it. So it looked yeah. like she was riding around on a sort of I don't know, black pony. It, it, I, I, mean, I can understand Claudia's <laughs> sort of sense of it's leopard skin because it's Blackpool and it's yeah. again the hen party sort of thing. Oh, I admire her choices for. because she doesn't give a fuck. No, and, but the test thing it does it does sort of. I mean, wear a bit of colour for a change. She's been in black for pretty much all yeah. of this series. You know, you don't have to be in mourning for Strictly not She's being on the road. Monochrome. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. We, we, we all need a bit of judging up, don't we? The judges look lovely. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't... I mean, basically, that's what Tess is. She's a former model, and she really, really cares about appearance. She's mm. a, a presenter and a clothes source. It's all part of her package. So yeah, well, it's just all... It's, it's, part, it's like set design. She's part of mm. the set. Like, make her look lovely. <laughs> She's part of the set. God, that might be the worst thing I've ever said about her. Tess, I apologise. You're much more than just part of the set. Stick her in. But her aesthetic is important. A sparkly gold one piece with absolutely massive shoes on. And just (laughs) make her hair into a big afro. Make her into the sort of albino Pam Greer. And people will just go style icon. Rather know, than going, right? oh, Tess is in, in that, the same old thing you again. You think she should go for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, she um, should be part of the fun a bit more. I do well, find once, her slightly not part of the fun. Yeah. I think once, in, before, in the olden days before TV Centre stop, stopped and then restarted being TV Centre, I can't remember what I was there for, but I was at TV Centre, you know, just around the stage door for something else. And Strictly was being filmed there. So this must this does go back a bit now. And um, and Tess was um, clearly just going through, you know, just before studio was starting, still in her, her rollers, but heels, frock, you know, full face. And honestly, I've never seen anyone that tall because her on heels, <laughs> I, it was like looking up at the Blackpool Tower. It was like, oh, Jesus Christ, where's the top? You know, there were clouds around her head. And it was quite, it was, she is an impressively tall woman. People so it on might television. Look a bit she's in really high heels. Well, no, but people on television awesome. should look freakish and amazing. Oh, no, no, and know? she does. Yeah. Freakishly stick, amazing. Stick her on stilts and make anyway, so... giraffe ears on top of her. <laughs> Sorry, back to Bill and Oti. <laughs> so their American Smooth was very trad. It was very beautiful. Mm. It was very, it was very Blackpool. It was a good 
good way to, you know, sort of statement of intent, sort of routine, to, to I've got you under my skin. Shirley said it was class. She got really emotional because she was thinking of Blackpool and all the times they danced there. They did show that really nice video in training of OT, or is it a video or some, some stills? Oti talked about coming to Blackpool as a really yeah. young dancer yeah. and meeting Luba and Katia and some of the other international dancers. They all went there as nippers. It was really cute. I love that, seeing them all in their, you know, sort of dreadful 90s makeup or 80s makeup. And, yeah, you know, and, that, cool. and that's absolutely what the show should be pushing. They should be pushing the, the idea that, you know, this is important. We always talk about it being important, but what you don't do normally is show those bits of the people who we know from television and we like from television actually doing their if you like day job or their their jobs back in the 80s yeah you know, build that history I loved of, that. of the venue um anton said i feel like we're in heaven he talked about its quality and its calm um i was delighted that he has no idea what ot's name is he called her oh my Otty. god what's wrong with him samba <laughs> otty like is yeah. he one of those autodidacts who just once he's learned how to say something he will not hear any other pronunciation of it foreign words julia in it <laughs> Uh, he he will only say english words if they are foreign words he will purposely get them wrong to prove a point about the superiority (laughs) oh okay he's secretly one of those (laughs) it wouldn't be a surprise would it but Um, anyway yeah so craig talked a lot about the technical stuff that wasn't quite right as he you know he's sort of there to do now it's getting into the latter stages of the competition um but he did compliment bill on his hands craig's very particular about lines finishing hands not being like spatulas and he (laughs) thought his hands were outstanding so i think that clearly upped his points a bit yeah he Um, got uh, the scores that bill got were eight and nine and an eight uh, for 25 which seemed at the start of this show like a very high score I don't know. I thought it seemed about right. But then then things got batshit. Um, I did really enjoy also the message from his son. He was forced (laughs) in front of the camera, clearly with his mum, Bill Bill, um, Bailey's wife, behind the camera, going, go on, say something nice to your dad. His son must be what? I mean, he looks late teens, early 20s. Yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, we're really proud of you. And uh, he's a similar voice to his dad, which is added to the humour. Just keep knocking out the park. Um, Can you get something from the garage? (laughs) Just beautiful. How strange it would be when you're Bill Bailey's son. Because if anyone finds out, they're always like, "Oh, this he must be really funny." Because Bill Bailey is funny, and he's had a child, so this child has watched nothing but Bill Bailey throughout his life. He is going to be by that by that 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 sort of yardstick. He is going to be funnier than Bill Bailey. A debut gig on BBC One. What a what a load of pressure for that young lad. <laughs> yes. I think he dealt with it well, to be perfectly honest. He did. Yeah, he so did eight, well. eight, nine and an eight, I thought, yeah, fair enough. Okay, not bad, not bad. Yeah. And, and it looked like one of those ones where, again, Anton didn't want to go too hard too soon and then maybe slightly regretted not getting the nine out because his comments yeah. were more nine comments than they were eight comments. But, ah, you know, that's okay. Yeah, I, I, think, I think had that set the, the this sort of uh, the, the, the level for the, the scoring I think that would have remained quite high but um the scoring would did go bananas the whole oh way my god the, the, lots of people again on Twitter are talking about so how are they scoring it Kevin Clifton's been sort of quite he was chatty on Twitter today or yesterday I think um just saying you know, ask me anything about the show and um some people were saying so what's is it like a they, are they scoring to a standard and he's like I, I, I don't really know <laughs> no yes no nobody really knows not least of all the judges um, so it, yes, it's kind of a bit arbitrary, isn't it? Turns out the terms and conditions this week. Dina Asher Smith. I'd literally never heard of her. I know she's a sports person, which is probably why I've literally never heard of her. But as an audition for a TV presenter, she's got it all. Like I couldn't take my eyes off her. She was great. Oh, so yeah. um, if that was her agent saying, "Go on, give her a shot," 
very good agent and I imagine she'll get some work off of that because I quite liked watching her. They did some sort of nice who is she without having to say this is what she's done. Exactly. So they just went one of the fastest women on the planet. So you go, that okay, was a I've good got way it of introducing her. Behind her through the terms and conditions they were playing keep on running as well. Which <laughs> very much that strictly or one show route one thing of just going <laughs> uh, she'll run her. Let's type in run. Let's keep on running. Yeah, there you go. Bang, bosh. I think what they should have said when they introduced her was this is Dina Asher-Smith, one of the fastest women on the planet who's thinking about retiring quite soon. Yes, completely. (laughs) I guess you'd like to change careers. already clearly Um, got an in with the BBC. This is very much, as you say, a screen test and she passed it with flying colours. I think she did. I I thought she was uh, almost unnaturally at ease with the camera. Clearly, this, this wasn't someone... Um, a sports person with a microphone shoved in front of them. That that, that that's that's not what we were watching there. <laughs> she's this, she's pro. <laughs> this felt. I mean, I mean, out of the people that we've seen reading the T's and C's, all awful. Uh, so the far, ones I that I can remember, like Gordon Ramsay, uh, Craig David, Craig David, Dinah Asher Smith. That to me sounds like podcast booking. So you put <laughs> Gordon Ramsay in episode one. You do Craig David in episode two because yeah. you're hoping it'll build the figures. By episode three, you're on Dinah Asher Smith. I should imagine. I mean, next week. You know, it's going to be some actress who was on Line of Duty season two, but was killed. It's going to be going she, down. She and died down in the opening down. titles. I'm just saying, you just did an Anton there. It's Dina Asher Smith. Dina, can you say it? Dina. Well, Asher-Smith. I've written it down as Dina. So I, mean, I haven't ever heard of her before. So they said her name once. I've typed it down. It means nothing to me. Absolutely it's, it's nothing. Salsa Asher Smith. <laughs> <laughs> All of television history is contained within the box of delights. It was happening in front of us. Incredible. In our living rooms. It was amazing. Guests pick their favourite television moment and tell us why they love it. And is this the episode where Daisy's just been for the interview at the Woman's Magazine? Flaps. That's it, Flaps. Yeah. Named one of Radio Time's best podcasts of the year. I don't understand people who don't see the joy in drawing the curtains, mug of hot chocolate and something nice on TV. Like, what could be nicer than that? Than having a snuggle. Exactly. Nostalgia in bite-sized chunks. Box of delights from Great Big Owl. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Her audition passed with flying colours. We move on to... Maisie and Gorka, mm. who were doing a salsa. I feel like they've done a salsa every week. I'm probably wrong, yeah. but it feels like they have. It, it very um, much does. They were in the dance-off last week. That was a bit of a shock. Um, so this was uh, traditionally your week after a shock dance-off is you come back fighting. And I think she definitely did do that. I mean, the lifts in this routine, she was getting thrown around uh, in mm. a way that, you know, you'd think with a pro you wouldn't notice. But when it's a celebrity, a 19-year-old kid who, who doesn't do this for a living... I thought she was fearless, like taking run-ups and flipping over. And I was, I was well impressed. She does have slightly only one speed on this. And that <clears> is, <throat> yeah. you know, pedal to the metal, just absolutely firing herself headlong at it. And yeah. I slightly am now beginning to sort of go, this seems a little bit one note. And I know that's a cruel thing to say because she is spectacular. I think no, she's, she's really, great. really good. It was a dull song as well. And that didn't help. 
for yeah, me what did she routine. dance to? It was something I've never heard of, Julia. When I, I mean, don't write it down, it's because obviously, one, I don't know, and two, I don't, can't even be asked to find out. <laughs> I genuinely thought there the song was called When I Don't Write It Down. And I was like, <laughs> you know, who's it Who's it by? But no, it turns out not to be. She, she, is, not not, she is not great at being sort of supple. No. She does have a a sort of just a powerhouse. She's like a Duracell battery. You know, she just has that sort of she's all power and there's no give to some degree. And yeah. I do I do find when I watch her, it's it's like she is, you know, she's just she's declared war on dance. <laughs> on and dance she, floor, yes. she is going to win in record time. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, she uh, has a lot of speed and a lot of energy. Mm. Um, and the, but the judges this week they couldn't quite find full open-hearted praise for her. Obviously, they're still talking about her feet not being quite right because the the, the drive and the push th- to get through the dance is so strong. Yeah, the de- the details are still being missed. Obviously, now's the time for details. They called her brave. They said she was just scratching the surface. There's still more to give, and that her isolation is amazing. Her spins are amazing, and that she's it surely did say she was getting better by the week. Yeah. But, uh, I, it, it still feels. I mean, I I loved watching this one. Genuinely, mm. she her enthusiasm just carries me through. And also, she just she's incredibly quick. Her and Harvey, I watch both of them and just think, have they speeded the film up? Like, how are you able yeah. to? I, I agree. S- switch directions I, that fast. How are you able to be that sort of? I do um, think isolated? Harvey has a sort of uh, uh, just a suppleness, a sort of yeah. Uh, 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 there's a willowy sort of, but like you, you know when you snap off a a, a, a willow uh, frond and use it as a bullwhip. All the time, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That is what he's like. Whereas she is, <laughs> she is just like a stick that you <laughs> have to then just chuck at cars from a motorway bridge. She's so <laughs> just solid. I, I'm, I'm very much auditioning for Bruno's uh, <laughs> missing, You're doing missing really role. Well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, Craig Fall said off it was incredible. Chair. Fall off your chair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I did feel that, like for me, I enjoyed this dance less, and maybe that's because. It feels to me like she isn't getting better by the week. It feels to me like she's at the same level Maybe she's always been at. Her, yeah. yeah, and uh, she'll have to do a ballroom next week. Like if she's back, she'll have to do a ballroom, and I guess that's the great leveler, isn't it? Just seeing if you can you can be a powerhouse in that way. Can yeah. you also be controlled, restrained, beautifully yeah. shaped? I seem and to remember her doing at least one ballroom. It'd yeah, be lovely. But um, and I, I think she absolutely can. It's just this. This I don't know. There's something. I feel about... like they're pacing this all wrong. They're they're not yeah. giving them enough variation in the choice of dance they're doing. Yes, which, which makes for an unsatisfying viewing experience for me. Yeah, I noticed uh, Grayson Perry. He tweeted um, uh, Maisie Amazeballs, and ah. I did notice it got no retweets. Which does suggest to me really? that, that there are... It got lots of likes, but no retweets, which suggests yeah. to me that there is something sort of... that. And you've, you've mentioned this before, but there is a sort of lack of warmth towards her for being too good to start with. Well, I mean, she ended up in the dance-off last week. And I, mm. I don't... I mean, we don't know at this stage the results aren't out yet, but um, I don't know if she... I mean, she probably won't be in the dance-off this week because traditionally someone is shockingly in the dance-off. They are immediately not the following week, usually. Yeah. Um, it's just that we're, we're a very predictable voting public in that way, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's, yes, it's strange. It's, I don't, she, like you said, you, you warmed her the first episode. You were like, I'm won over by her. She's charming. Yeah. She's warm. She's lovely. She'll be going, oh, my fate, bloody her. And, you know, you, you found it delightful in a kind of Barbara Windsor sort of way. Um, if you're getting bored, that means probably you're the bellwether here. The, the British public is probably getting a bit bored as well. Absolutely. I, of this I, I, unbelievably talented dancer who's working her heart out. I, 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 and who a is a child. Yeah. Boring, work work harder. 
I'm working all the hours that I said work harder. <laughs> and that fireplace needs cleaning. <laughs> yeah, it, it is was a little nice, bit. Nice to see as well that Gorka turned up dressed as the only male prostitute in Bedrock. Um, it was a very, very odd look um, for me. It's... I don't like his hair. I wish he'd dye it back. Yeah, same here. It looks um, it looks a, a bit needy. Um, yeah. uh, uh, they got three nines uh, across the board. Again, you know, that, that sounds to me like, you know, if Craig is giving a nine, you'd expect one of those to be a ten. Yeah. Uh, the others. But um, 27 uh, out of the 30. So a really top score, but it just didn't feel to me a like a score. top score dance. Yes, and the scoring, not really going with their comments again. And is it in relation to what they're capable of? That's how they're scoring them? I don't know. I get mm. these really interesting emails now. I'm being on various journalists' mailing lists. These emails um, about Strictly Every Week now from, I don't know, some shadowy organisation called Media Works. Mm. And they're measuring something which is so sinister, but so in keeping with this year's Strictly, where they're constantly saying, tell us about your family. Has anyone died in your family? Have you got any yeah. cute pets that might be dying? Yeah. Um, they're prodding us constantly with our emotions. There's a thing called, um, what is it now? A sentiment score. Mm. And this week, according to Media Works, Jamie Leng had the lowest sentiment score. Um, and they're, they're thinking, that in terms of just how, I guess, the population's talking and tweeting about the contestants, yeah. that JJ Chalmers is also down there with Jamie um, for mm. not being... A, held in the affections of the public so i don't know how no. they measure that they have a graph and everything but um it's i hate this oh there was a very much a conscious change this week in the way they presented <clears throat> both jj and jamie which would suggest that yeah. you know obviously if if, if media watch are uh, are doing it that the bbc has had a copy of it across their desk or, or doing something similar I, internally i'm sure yeah one of the worst lines of the series coming up here where um uh, i think claudia remember remarked to tess about a dance they'd done and tess turned to camera and went how could i forget i'm still in physio i'm still in physio <laughs> and there is no audience there is no audience and but they that have joke, to pretend there is mark and they've got some madness. of their lackeys up in the in the you know the gods sort of barking at them they really then, should like boil <laughs> those bits down to the bare minimum i mean i think when, they kind of did oh, <laughs> to it's be fair not to it's them. not bare bare minimum enough Julia. it's not they could they could do at least another 75 percent Doing gags in an empty warehouse. I know. They were trying to show us, you know, lure us behind the curtain, as it were. You know, all the things we get up to when we're not at home in London. Mm. Um, she, The thing about that gag was, I hesitate to call it that, but she made that joke. And then just coming towards the end of the next sentence of the link, she, she returned to it like a dog going back <laughs> to its sick. <laughs> and said, I'm not even lying. It's like, just, just leave it alone. Don't, no, don't do that. It's Seriously, dirty. I leave need to alone. convey to you that this actually happened. <laughs> and, and indeed, I did go and see a physiotherapist. I remain under a physiotherapist. <laughs> Let I'm us continue really... with the show. But if anyone calls me a liar, I will sue you. I will sue you into the ground. <laughs> Here's JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Talk, yeah, so next up, it's your favourite. Mm. Um, he said my favourite line of the week this week. So JJ and Amy did a quick step to uh, For Once in My Life, obviously, uh, and that's been used. Well, so Claire is the amazing statistician on uh, on the Strictly um, yep. Come Doctor. She's got an amazing website. I will link to her, and you can go and inspect her um, her stats on what, how, long, how often songs have been used. This one has been used a lot. Um, but JJ said, I think it was in the training montage before we saw them dance, he said, people believe I've got something inside me. Oh, my God. <laughs> like alien. <laughs> like yeah. a face hugger. Wires. Yeah. I, I mean, 
he's he, there's obviously you know now they've moved on from the military sort of thing which is because they have to because they've wrung it dry <laughs> uh, and and let's face it it does not seem to be working he's no. doing what i call uh, uh he's sort of uh humble dogging so it's a cross yeah. where you're the humble underdog whether or yes. not you're the underdog so he began saying lines like uh, after my close shave over the weekend i need to make a comeback and it's this is not you know oh we're not watching this go going can jj do it are you going to watch that show where jj is battling all the odds he's trying watch... to impose his narrative on something that's Entirely got too many that. other narratives yeah, this yeah. is not all about you and no. i think he thinks this is the jj Chalmers dancing show starring also others and <laughs> Everything that he does, this whole thing about last week, he's repurposed into this, you know, it was amazing that I managed to stay in. I mean, I was right down on my hands and knees and I've managed to claw myself. I've got to claw back. He wasn't even in the dance. You, you, you got through, like yeah. you got through. That's yeah, it. I know completely. he had low scores. Uh, I suppose maybe he's referring to that. But like, if you get through, that means the public's behind you. So just be thankful and carry on. But yeah, yeah. trying to impose this underdog narrative on himself now. That is, it, it's dark, even for me, that's starting to break through into, I don't think he's that sincere. <laughs> even me this week. I, like, oh, come you see, on. I, think, I think the worst thing is I think he is sincere. Oh, I just God. don't think he knows what it looks like to it normal people. It comes across people. badly. Yeah, it yeah, really exactly. does. And I, I, again, it's slightly that thing of, you know, I've seen other people do this. And that's what you do here. And that's what the British people like. That is another thing that I call humble slugging. Right? <laughs> Love <laughs> <Where> your vernacular. <laughs> humble slugging is where he was going, you know, I'm dancing in front of one of the best dancers in the world. I'm like, how lucky am I to do this? And uh, yeah, a thing. couple of contestants did that this week. And curiously, the two with the least sentiment scores yeah. carry on. <laughs> and I call it humble slugging because what they're saying is it's someone on television saying, Oi, slugs out there watching on your sofas. I'm just like you. How right. lucky am I to be doing this? It could have been you, but it was me. You know, yeah. it was me. Out I'm of doing all, this uh, for you. Absolutely. Out of all the accent. slugs, I got I got packed, you know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, and it's humble slugging. Just going, I shouldn't I be it. here. I'm yeah. scum like the people watching. Why well, am I here? The other contestant to do that, to, to, to the point where a vein was popping in his forehead while he was doing it, yeah. was Jamie Lang. Yeah. I, I did, at the advice of um, one of our Twitter followers, I did watch uh, uh, on, on playback the... Um, it takes two episodes from Friday night mm. because he and Karen were on the sofa together and it was, oh, it was it was one of the most uncomfortable things I think I've ever watched. Really? She just, she, she barely hides how, um, she need, she's furious because she needs him to stay on TV yeah. and she needs him to work hard and do the job, but she also doesn't really like touching him or being touched no, by him. So, uh, completely. You no, know, Normally the couples are all over each other because they're best mates or they're shagging or both. Yeah. Um, they're just really uncomfortable. And all he did on that show, literally when it wasn't the question that was being asked, it was the full Boris Johnson. Um, Tell me, Minister, why didn't you allow for enough PPE for this pandemic? The yeah. thing is, Karen is just like the great, it's like it's 10% me, it's 90% Karen. She yeah. is the one. She's working so hard. He did it there. He did it again on Saturday night. And it's, it's just overwhelmingly insincere uh, yeah. because because he doesn't even listen to the question. He's just like, I need to get it out how humble I am and how it's all thanks to my dance partner and, and she's amazing and I'm a worm. Okay, yeah. good, everyone got that? Great. 
Yeah. And then the minute he finishes, he starts, well, we'll come to him, but oh my God. I mean, mean, they also did a big thing about saying how, you know, what great friends uh, Karen and Jamie is, you know, Mm. we're such great friends. I mean, mean, like on a deep level, on a sort of, we connected in a level that's actually great. Now, normally the couples are accused of shagging. And yep. they're immediately going, we're just professional friends. Uh, I respect him greatly. But we, are, we, yeah. we are not shagging. Yeah. And the converse of that is when you don't get along, you have to go, we are soulmates. You know, we, we are literally are like so similar. Look, yeah. look at us. We're the same. We're the it, same it, person. It's the big tell that you go, I cannot stand this piece of filth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he is on Strictly. Which is, and frankly, if and this is, you know, my version of Jamie, not none of this has been proven in a court of law. Um, you know, you, you're you're a, a, a gad about, a young man about town. No one ever says no to you. You're rich, so you're rich and you're um, entitled, and you think strictly, I'm going to have some fun. And you get given a partner who just goes dance. And yeah, like, no, it's fun. Maybe we can flirt. Maybe we could get off with each other. Just get on and dance. I need you to get my face on that telly now fucking do it and I, I i sense the tension of those two things not agreeing with each other yes um, completely. yeah we'll, we'll come to them you see we're talking about him we do, we're giving him what he wants mark we're giving uh, him what he wants uh, an absolute pasting <laughs> it's all attention he'll he'll eat he'll eat it the same, he'll eat it the same. <laughs> again this this jj dance um it, it just uh can you I, imagine it in the ballroom in Blackpool, like mm. it was, it was just weird. Like obviously the styling is, you know, not not their decision. They yeah. were styled in quite a sort of. She was wearing a nice sort of pinkish dress, but it wasn't Blackpool by any stage, no. stage of the, the imagination. I think he was in some kind of waistcoated thing. I can't even picture it now. I forgot yeah. what they looked like. That... But it wasn't very Blackpool. And you know, you're doing a quick step. That is a very ballroom. Let's Isn't it? let's let's create the atmosphere of old world Blackpool. And they just sort of looked a bit unremarkable in terms of theatricality. They, they had and, to... and the dance was pretty small scale as well, because I know it she can't... Was. Perhaps she can't do stuff because he she doesn't want to overstretch him and then show up his his you know his limitations, limitations or whatever, because he's yeah. not a dancer. But yeah. um, it just, for me, felt very polite, very held back. And, you know, he, he didn't do badly, but he didn't look like he was in charge of a dance, like you're supposed no, to do when you're a man-leading it, woman in the ballroom. It, it was a really strange thing where they seemed to do a huge amount of steps but cover yeah. very little ground. So <clears throat> yes. it was almost like a sort of optical illusion where they were moving incredibly quickly and were they doing on a, a lot. treadmill. Yeah, it's exactly a, like that. Sure. Or, or, or they were in a sort of like the shallow end of a swimming pool. And it was just, <laughs> yes. I don't know, like it couldn't, it couldn't click. I thought Amy's acting face where she was really willing it on was a clear yeah. indication for her that she was like, this is not taking off. Yeah, just she's like, come on, please. I can't yeah. go home yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. the, the, the first, you know, the first five seconds were exactly the same as the rest of, you know, however many seconds made up that dance. I know what you mean. It was a little bit forgettable. Um, mm. But uh, Craig said that his facial expressions were really good, but that the whole thing was jagged and stilted and not very fluid. You know, this, yeah. he's he's hitting his head on that ceiling now. He has been for a couple of weeks. Mm. Um, Shelley said, uh, sorry, Shelley. Shirley, I'm doing an Anton now. <laughs> Shirley said. Uh, Shirley, Shirley said that he had a really good vertical spine and that he was rolling like a Rolls Royce. I put down here. Mm. Um, I think I think she meant his feet. I'm not sure. And Anton said it was. And he had an immaculate arm line and, and sort of thanked him. But the the and the scores I thought were were astronomically high. For oh, what, the, absolutely the ludicrous. Absolutely way overmarked. I, I mean, so there, there Craig is, there... gave them a seven, and then the other two gave them nines, which nines. I think is just way off the nuts. I, I mean, this got the same score as Bill and Oti's dance, <clears> which, which is, is just, nah, no nonsense. I no, mean, there, maybe there is a thing about how 
again, how these dancers come across in the room versus how they come across at home. And yes. sometimes you need the audience to do that, where the audience are just suddenly <clears throat> thrilling at various bits. It must be hard for the dancers because, of course, the audience have always done that thing of letting them know they're on the right track and that oh, they it's applaud going well. a lovely move, or they yeah, yeah. There's, there's always audible appreciation for good bits. But I think it also is a little bit like the judges sometimes need the audience in the room, yes, because I think they you're right. they don't quite they obviously can't communicate with each other while it's going on, and they just watch this and I don't know they just seem to maybe it looked better in the room. I think you you're know, bang on. I, I think the scoring this series has been so inconsistent because you're right they're not sensing I mean obviously Craig sort of goes his own way and always makes sure he's pulling down but Mm. they're not sensing overall what everybody else thought because you because you can't really look to the other celebrities and their dance partners because they're all rooting for each other and friends by the looks of it yeah Um, that they're always gonna you know hype everything you, they, they don't seem to be able to get the measure of the dances, so they're just, yeah, they're marking in a, in a vacuum and it's weird yes. and not representative, I think. Well, let's um, let's finish off uh, this part of the show uh, by looking at one of your big faves, one of your huge crushes, one of your lovely, lovely friends, uh, Clara is, is Ampho. It, is it Clara's legs? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean... like the rest of her as well, but her legs, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just, I'm, I am a straight woman, but I cannot stop looking at them. And, and, and so far, she hasn't, had a long dress on yet and i'm no. glad because i i just i just as beautiful things that move yeah. well i like looking at them the, the, they had a little uh, a little chat i forget whether it was her grandma or her mum but um she came on after the dance and uh, she said well you know i hope that um you know hope you do really well i hope you have a lovely dance and looking oh, forward it was to her seeing mom. you yeah, her yeah. mum and she said i i hope the uh, the skirt isn't too short and i just <laughs> thought i mean that is every week that hope is dead isn't it I'm you afraid know she, so. yeah. she comes yeah. out wearing a shoelace each time and um, <laughs> and even even a kind of quite asexual chef's outfit yeah with a kind of not a very nice sort of puffy skirt still once her legs start moving la- her latin legs especially yeah. just where she has to do i don't know what they're called are they called botafogos they're called something like that where That's you kind right, of yeah. are moving and crossing and moving and crossing just mesmerizing oh, i think incredible. she's Dynamite, I love really I love dynamite. the fact that you could you could put her basically in a pair of corduroy drainpipe trousers <laughs> yeah. and the legs will somehow just go we cannot be contained they'll burst we will, out we will work this is a jailbreak and <laughs> out, out they come these absolutely incredible they look delicious Such I would an if asset. someone if someone served me those legs in a restaurant <laughs> let's I'd, not I'd, go there <laughs> I'd, I'd, there'd, be, there'd be shoes on the end and I'd say is this a pair of human legs and they'd say yes it is and I'd say, huh, well, I wouldn't normally, but uh, these, <laughs> but these look, look absolutely yummy. Oh, divine. Um, they I'd like are... to apologise to Clara and insure, I, I just absolutely reassure her that we don't know where she lives. And we're not making any effort to find out. It's fine. Don't worry. So they dance to That's the Way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. Fresh they cream. Samba. Um, she did that incredible Charleston last week, which was just that she was yeah. never going to do that again. That was too amazing. Mm. And they did come down on her really hard this week. I thought unnecessarily, yeah. I, 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 but maybe I'm just hypnotized by the legs. I don't know. But I <laughs> really enjoyed this dance. And um, there was too much messing about at the start with hats and stuff. But yeah. I just think she moves incredibly across the floor. Yeah, a good bounce. And it was said loads of bounce. That was her, her big yeah. her big note. Good bounce. Uh, she I think looked... one of the judges did admit she had a great bounce. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, uh, she looked in this dance as well, like she was really enjoying it, and that can yeah. often be a bad sign. Um, I know. It's a strange one. The more you enjoy it, the more they sort of go. You have no idea what you're doing. Yeah, um, which is such a cruel blow, isn't it? It's like while mm. you were taking all of our, you know, uh, direction from a couple of weeks ago saying, come on, just loosen up. 
dance the feel the yeah. music enjoy yourself and the first time you do that they knock you down why, why have Your you loosened up why are you dancing <laughs> and listening to the music you know, it's who, abusive Marcus. who, abusive. who told you to do this you did sir get out <laughs> Now look, I mean, they we got, all they had got... that PE teacher. We all had. <laughs> uh, they did dance, and actually, yeah, I mean, I, I, I chucked it in there. It probably meant nothing, but the, the music—that's um, the way I like it. For me, I, I, I cannot hear that music without shouting the words "fresh cream," which I believe really? is like a nineteen eighties Dairy Lee advert along those lines. Oh, I was but born in the nineties, so I don't know. Eighteen nineties. <laughs> <1890s. laughs> um, <laughs> But it goes, that's the way, aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh, I like it. Fresh cream. Fresh cream. <laughs> <laughs> it was back in the days when Big Cream used to advertise on British <laughs> television. Um, they don't do it anymore now. They're they just don't. like. Cream, take it or leave it. Um, but <laughs> buy it, don't buy it. We don't care. I, I, I both ruined that dance uh, when I was watching it and made it sort of weirdly sexual. If you didn't understand what the thing was, by Your every now and a then, lucky woman, Mark, barking fresh cream um, at, the, at the dancers. Very. Craig oh did say some of the footwork was disastrous, but they, she got scores of five, six, and a seven. five is bullshit. I'm sorry, but apart from that, I enjoyed that dance more than a lot of the other dances that got. I, nines I and totally eights agree. I totally agree. Now, I mean, I mean, you could say, well, you know, they, they were saying it was a lot better than JJ's dance, a, a lot worse than JJ's dance this one. Yeah, which is but, not true. And, and, and look, maybe technically maybe this dance wasn't as good but i will always say look technique never got anyone's face snogged off in a nightclub no, that true. was a dance that you just went that looks fun i, I would like to be that. dancing yes, all please. of it was great you know it was i think i do the butt the butt clench test quite a lot now when i'm watching mm. mostly just because you know a woman of a certain age you know you have to do the exercises but... fresh cream <laughs> but um when when i'm watching some of the dancers dance now jj is definitely one of them i never quite relax if i if i just checked my body position i'd be slightly leant forward my shoulders would be up and i'd be slightly like oh don't quite oh thank god it's over and i would visibly relax when it was finished clara's dances i am absolutely in safe hands i love watching her and i just don't i don't want to see someone who's just like waddling around looking underconfident at this stage of the game yeah and i think she's playing this brilliantly and the judges just seem for one week they gave her reprieve last week and now they're right back on her case again and i'm yeah. we're clearly not seeing what they're seeing i, don't I mean there is there is absolutely no way that that dance was a five there's no way that dance was a six shirley said know? it was her weakest dance of the show so far bullshit yeah i don't think she's had a really weak dance uh, apart from the charlsons anyway shirley's been giving her like fours every week oh she, so... she's marked her down and down and down last week she's like waking up from a terrible dream i'm so sorry i've been giving you sixes here have a hundred and then this week it's back down to a freaking six again like she yeah. just forgot everything i don't know what's going on with um with the judging on her dances but i'm i just feel really bad for her um, I think Craig was kind of quite hard on her this week. He said it was very into the floor. He says that a lot about Latin dances where they're not sort of light enough on their feet. Yeah. He said she was pigeon-toed. Um, I just, yeah, and Anton even agreed with Shirley that it was her weakest performance. They're sort of just back to being shitty to her and I can't forgive them. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre. It seemed to have, in, in a week where every dance was being well overmarked, yeah. they take a dance that is perfectly good and just go, it's oh, this, is, this is the one we've decided to make an example of. I just you know? don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, five, a six and a seven. I thought everyone undermarked her. Maybe, mm. maybe Anton was in the ballpark, but that Craig should have started with a seven and then it should have gone up from there. I just, I yeah. don't understand 
why they don't like her. No, I mean, I just hope everyone is, you know, voting for her and everyone sort of thinks that... You I know, actually did vote for her last night several good. times because I feared greatly for her after those scores. I, if really she, I, I mean, if, look, if she gets through to the dance-off, whoever she's <clears> up <throat> against at this stage, they are going to kick her out. You oh, know, they, God. They, they'll, they'll just say, you know, ah, it's just a living nightmare. It's all hope she mustn't be in a dance-off. I hope she takes a pistol in with her. That's all. That's all yeah. I hope. Um, Just now, in case. now all I can imagine is like a, those legs, a garter, a little pistol. <laughs> oh God! I have to just go. I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back in five minutes as well uh, with part two, where we'll be taking you through the saga of Jimmy Biscuits. We'll be looking at Harvey. We'll be letting Caroline lick our arms, and <laughs> Ranveer is going to turn it up to ten. Ten of sex. <laughs> <laughs> that was all. Good Could one. you tell that was all off the top of my head? Or no, did it sound no, like I'd spent ages writing trick. it? No, no, don't lie. I saw you reading that. In fact, you hired two professional writers to get the Let's yeah. let's show behind the curtain, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. So, hey, look, we're going to see you very soon. Thanks a lot for listening. Um, if you do get a chance, uh, do give us a review. Unfortunately, because of cutbacks uh, to our podcast organisation. We only have time to receive five-star reviews. Can't process it, the other ones, just don't have the manpower, yeah, it, sorry. It, it'll be a waste of everyone's time. <laughs> so uh, until next episode, which is probably a couple of hours, uh, keep listening. La, 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 la. Oh, they're Bye. getting worse. Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world. You had any noises? What about um, a door creaking? Uh, no, uh, you don't have to do this. That weird kadook that yeah, lights well, going off makes for some reason in films. <laughs> All Rather Mysterious.